Welcome to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast on webtalkradio.net. Of course, I am your Heart Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman. So thanks for joining us today. Now, I hope every week as you tune in that between my guests and I, that we're just sharing some ideas and strategies and tips for you to implement immediately. Because when you implement those little strategies and ideas, that's when the magic happens, right? Application is where we get those results. Now, to help you with your showing up in life and with your communication with other humans, right? That's who we communicate with. I offer my free communication style assessment. You get a report showing your wonderful superpowers and you get a report showing your blind spots, which could be the, the bigger danger zone. So go to WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA for communication style assessment, my gift to you. Now, my motivational quote today is by Jim Rohn, and he says, financial independence is the ability to live from the income of your own personal resources. So what does financial independence mean to you? And do you think that maybe financial independence is just a pipe dream, pipe dream for common people unless they win the lottery or maybe they marry into wealth or even worse, people who are killing themselves with work to try to make the buck. Well, today, of course, I have an amazing guest. Milan Levis is an international holistic financial independent master mentor best-selling author, inventor, and entrepreneur. She graduated of the acclaimed Wharton Business School, holder of a master's degree in physics, certified NLP practitioner, and certified Institute Miracle Energy Healer, and she is miraculous. Milan combines her traditional and holistic education to help professionals and entrepreneurial women become financially independent, retire early, so that they enjoy more choices, more freedom, without having to worry about money. Milin is financially independent for over 10 years and lives in a resort-like location in south of France, which I'm going to go visit, and she also lives part-time in South Florida. So please help me welcome Milin to the show. Milin, thanks for being on, and I'm so excited for our show today. Hi, Kanye. Thank you so much for having me today. My pleasure. Um, Milan and I met, we're in a networking group together and we got connected and we just had so much of uh, a synergy of energy. And because my background is finance, we headed off immediately because what uh, Milan is helping people do is, is miraculous. Yes, I, w- I will use that word. So first question, uh, Milan, what drives you? What made you choose to leave that comfortable, you know, well-paying Wall Street career at, you know, 23-year-old, you got married, right? So you were financially comfortable, you got married. Why, what drives you? Why, why do what you're doing? Uh, actually, that's a long story, but uh, let me try to make it really short. So first of all, I am a first-generation immigrant from Lithuania. I came to the States over 30 years ago. And when I came, uh, even though I had a master's degree in physics, I did not speak English. So my bed, my background and my beginning was very humble because, you know, it doesn't matter how uh, experienced or educated you are. If you don't speak the language in the country, it's impossible to find a professional job. So I started as a florist assistant. And within one year, I self-taught English. And my first professional job was IT consultant on uh, um, for brokerage like Merrill Lynch, for example. 
And from there, I climbed a uh, corporate ladder for years, became senior executive, worked for Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter, Bank Trust, American Express, Deutsche Bank, etc. And um, at some point, I just felt that uh, I'm not motivated anymore to work there. And it was very hard to understand because financially, I finally, after all these years of um, struggle, financial struggle, uh, I finally was comfortable. I could just uh, go to Century 21 across the street because I work. I used to work in Wall Street Center, would go there, buy stuff, bring back. Uh, I used to live in New Jersey, just like you, uh, Central <laughs> Jersey, actually. Um, it was uh, at that time when I was married, I lived in Bedminster. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, at some point, I clearly remember this moment when I was sitting in my office, uh, I think it was 58th uh, floor, and looking at the computer and thinking like, do you see yourself living like that for the next 10, 20 years? Because my marriage was really falling apart. At work, I was disenchanted. Um in terms of my my personal relationship with my uh, then husband, we were just roommates. He worked uh, long hours. Uh, I was like, uh, I, I felt like I was raising my daughter on my own, working, working, working. And yes, we had tennis parties and we had uh, pool parties, but it was kind of superficial level. And uh, it's hard to explain, but I started experiencing, experiencing this void inside. And, you know, I was trying to fill this void with unhealthy stuff like shopping. I became a shopaholic. And I didn't realize that. Um, and, you know, you never can have enough of what you don't need. Absolutely. So it was like, it was like a circle. And um, so at some point I said, I have to dare to change my life or I will just die. And that's the name of my company, Dare to Change Life. So what I did, I uh, walked out of my financially comfortable marriage. I walked out of my financially comfortable Wall Street career. And uh, because I wasn't sure exactly what's next for me, I decided that I want to have a prestigious degree in this country, you know, because I, I really wanted to feel that uh, I'm qualified. So I applied to five business schools that accepted just in case if I don't get accepted because I was in my early 40s and got accepted to all of them, chose the most prestigious one and the most expensive one, yeah, the working business schools, right? So I went there without really knowing my why. It was more kind of like my manager said, why don't you go? Why don't you, you know, get the, this degree? Because he... He was uh, um, MBA from the Wharton Business School. So anyway, I graduated. I got my prestigious golden MBA degree, but I didn't want to go back. And I didn't know what was happening. At that time, I already left my first husband. And uh, so I rented a small apartment. I left the house for him because I felt it's my decision. I can make it happen. So I rented a small apartment in Hoboken, New Jersey, across the river. And I said, what really do you want? I asked myself this question because I was, you know, after being in debt for going to this very expensive uh, business school, I said, you're not going to just take next step and next loan without knowing what do you really want? And what came up was freedom. 
freedom is my core value. I don't care, you know, uh, if I have designer clothes, uh, mansions, cars. I mean, I like to have them, but it's nothing comparing to feeling that I have a freedom from being with the man who I don't really want to be just because I am afraid to be on my own. Working for a boss or for a company where I don't really want to be, but uh, being afraid that I cannot find something else and support myself financially. The bottom line is I didn't want to depend on anyone on anything. And that's when the idea of I have to become financially independent in order for me to live my life on my terms. And I'm a very independent person. My ex-husband used to say, you're like a cat who likes to walk on, on your own. You know, I yeah. I, I, yeah, I want to comment a couple of um, things. So uh, first, I feel like there's a little bit of feedback. Well, it's better now. OK, I'll have my producer edit that out. No worries. Um, so a couple of observations, Milan, which I'm, I'm loving, because as you were describing your life, right, and it was soul sucking in essence, right? From the outside looking in, here you have everything, right? You have the perfect That's a good life. Term. Soul sucking is very accurate. Yeah, and and but from the outside, people looking in or think she's got everything, right? The perfect. I was family. living the American dream. Exactly. You were living the American dream, and on the flip side, you were in despair, right? Quietly in despair. So the first of all, congratulations. The courage to remove yourself the first courage to go to school right and spend money so that you can be uh, have an opportunity here in the united states okay so so good for you that was courageous then leaving your husband courageous then you know moving to a little apartment courageous leaving your job courageous like all of these steps you can't do it once first of all but they were little building blocks in essence um, that you've been able to build the life of your dreams. But I want everybody to really hear what Milan said. She was in this perfect life, quote unquote, and I say that with quote unquote, and yet it was really a soul-sucking life that would have been misery, right? On your deathbed to look back and think, what a superficial life. That, that's kind of tragic, right? So just the courage to do something about it is, is wonderful. The, the byproduct of that, and now we're going to dig into that, is how did you do it? So you've been financially independent for 10 years. What made you, so we understand what made you want the financial independence, that word freedom. I want everybody to hear that too. Milan felt freedom was her core value, which again, as soon as you know your why, it's easier to move forward with courage, right? Be, to be courageous and fearless. Um, but why did you decide, because you've been financially independent, all these things, why mentor women instead of spending time? You have this beautiful villa in south of France and, the, and even here in, in the United States and Florida. What, what drove you to say, no, I want more, I want to mentor people now? You know, it's a very good question and uh, very, I have very odd uh, answer. Um, I feel that my purpose found me. You know, some people spend years yes. looking for their purpose. Yep. And I never thought that uh, at some point in my life I would be a coach or a mentor, which basically being a teacher. Because I was trained as a scientist. I worked as a, a you know, software engineer, software developer. And uh, nothing uh, other than high providence could put me in this position. And that's how it happened. 
when I left everything I was living in uh, in my apartment after I graduated from the Wharton uh, Business School, I decided that in order to have freedom, I want to have multiple sources of income. How do I have multiple sources of income? I have to uh, add um, additional sources because at that time I was only getting uh, money from the stock market investing. And I said, most rich people have uh, multiple sources of income, specifically, for example, real estate. I decided to learn about real estate. And uh, I flew over the country, studied with the best investors, learned how to be a good investor in real estate. And I started my own company, got business partners. Everything was really great until it did not. 2008, yeah. we were yeah. under, and... Uh, my business partners got scared and wanted money back. And I was devastated because I knew that I cannot buy them out because we were under. I became depressed. And at some point um, on Valentine's Day 2008, I was contemplating how to end, end my life. It was that bad. Oh. And then, like I said, nothing but by the grace of God. I was, someone was sent to me, it was a life coach, who helped me to see that failure, because I felt like I'm such a failure. I had everything to be successful, everything. And here I was broke, broken, devastated, depressed, suicidal. Yeah. And he helped me to see that failure is not a person. It's an event. It has the beginning and the end. Yes. And he also helped me to see things in different perspective because society determines, our current society determines success by what we have and then by what we do. But ultimately, the success is who we become. And that started a journey for me that I never could envision Intuitively, I started praying, I started meditating. And then when I started feeling better, I made great investments, became financially independent. I felt so pregnant with all the information that I accumulated along my journey from, from despair to yeah. well-being yeah. to seeing light at the end of the tunnel that I decided to write books. I, I needed to write. I never saw myself as a writer, as an author. Yeah. But you know, sometimes you do things because you cannot not do them. So I published uh, my first book It called the Purp um, A Shift Toward Purpose, Secrets to an Amazing Career, where it was my journey from being a corporate, very, very corporate Wall Street suit kind, kind of uh, person to being an entrepreneur. I became a um, certified yoga instructor, certified meditation instructor, went all the way 180 degrees to a different kind of dimension in life. And then next book was A Shift Toward Abundance, Secrets to Financial Freedom. By the way, here's the book. Um, yes. Thank it, was you published on, uh, it was published on Amazon and both books became bestsellers, which I never expected. You know, it's like when things are meant to happen, they just happen. And so I published the books and then I was like, okay, what's now? Everybody was expecting me that I will enjoy my life, write my books, blah, blah, blah. But I felt that people read books, but they don't do anything. That's right. And uh, 
I said, I want to work with women. I want to show them that common woman like myself can make it happen from, you know, I was never uh, given money, given wealth. I was not born into wealth. My uh, parents were like middle class, always struggle with money, etc. But I wanted to show them and model them and inspire them and motivate them with my example. And that's how purpose found me. And you know what? Um, I believe that we are given gifts, like our experiences, our yeah. talents, our knowledge, for a reason. Gifts are not meant to be kept. You're right. We only receive them because we, we've got to give them back. Absolutely. So that's why I do what I do. It's, um, you know... It's weird, but um, it's that's, not. I, it's, I feel like I have to. It's not because you're so purpose driven. It's really, it's wonderful, right? We need more people like you. And I really hope um, men and women, I have both listeners of the show, I hope both are really hearing your message because I think women sometimes feel stuck, but I think men also feel stuck or they have a wife who's struggling. Um, again, right, with feeling stuck, whatever it is, or a daughter, perhaps, that is unsure what the next step is. So uncertainty and failure are inevitable in life. That doesn't mean it has to define you and stop you and, um, like, compartmentalize you and get you stuck in place. It's to use and leverage, how can I do better what did I learn from this from, see, again, I said it at the beginning with my uh, free gift, right, to my, my listeners with the communication style assessment, understanding information. And you're right. Reading your book is wonderful. If you're not applying it, you're never going to change the results. It's all about that application, implementation, action, right? Action gets the results. And that's what you're really good at. You understand the concept, right? And again, because of, here's the thing too, Milan. All of that education, all of those failures have made you so well versed in and on this topic, right? Because you learned it, school, right? You lived it, your life, right? Where you lost, where you walked away from everything. Depression, right? Hitting that rock bottom low. So you've lived the life and now you've actually created your action to create the results and it's duplicatable. And that's why you're doing what you're doing. So I love how you say it found you because I do believe, and I hope everybody's, everybody's hearing this. Sometimes your purpose is unclear until you open yourself up and it finds you all of those things. And when you realize, but wait a minute, I have money, but like, I want to do more now. I want to, I want to teach people to duplicate what I did. You could duplicate this people. Right. So that, that coming from that place of love is really what drove you to be able to teach others to do what you did and be able to duplicate it. So sometimes the purpose finds you. And I just want to share a quick story. When I graduated college, you know, I was going for my MBA in finance. It was similar to you, worked, worked in investments, all of these things. And I realized at some point that, and, and, and I realized it because through my career, bosses came to me and said, you should apply for this job. You're good at sales and you're good at teaching it. Really? So you, you don't see sometimes your own value until someone says it. And so when I became, I got a regional uh, sales manager position in corporate 
And what did I do? I, I'm competitive, Milan, like you. I wanted to be number one. My region had to be number one. So I would go into the little offices and make sure my managers knew how to coach their employees to be able to deliver the customer experience that the customer deserved. And oh, by the, by the way, customer wins, my employee wins, and the bank wins. At that time, it was a bank, right? So the corporation wins. I was good at teaching. And, and then when I started my business 20 years ago, it's the same thing. I was like, what am I, what am I good at? I'm good at teaching. Who, I, didn't go to, I didn't get a degree in teaching. It's that life, I'm good at communicating. It found me. And again, I think that all of the things you went through shone the light on really what your miracles are within you. And, and you're so generous. And that's why I love you. I think you're so generous that you want to pay it forward and help others do that. I have another question for you. Um, so I just wanted to comment on that. You're it's fascinating. And I just want everybody to really hear what you said and process what you said, because that's, it's important. Your message is super important. Now, so many people, women, but I think men too, but women, don't believe they can be financially independent. Why do you think that we have that, that limiting belief in place? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that's, uh, that's another great question, and I have a little bit long answer, and I will answer it in a second. I just want everything that you said was uh, so true, and I want to quote uh, one of my favorite quotes. Uh, I think it was Bob Proctor who said that, Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. That's right. We can choose to complain. We can choose to feel that we're unlucky if we go through challenging time, or we can grow from this. We can learn from this. We can expand from this and see this as a blessing. Like, no matter how hard this dark soul, the dark night of the soul was for me. Now I call it divine crisis. I feel that I had to be shaken up so badly so my stubborn mindset will finally see the other side of the picture yeah. of life, yeah. the bigger picture of life, because yeah. otherwise I would just be there. And uh, Because we program. Now, back to your question. I really believe that, especially women, are programmed to be in a supportive role for years, right? Yep. So we, have, we raise children, we support our husband, we support our bosses. But uh, now, finally, women step into the leadership role. And you can be a financial leader in your family. Traditionally, it's always men who invest, who manages money, who makes financial decisions. But you know what? Not every man is a good financial manager. So if you feel that you're good and you may be more driven and more ambitious in terms of uh, your financial well-being for your, yourself and your family, step in into the leadership role. Like in my family, I am the investor. My husband uh, can invest, but I have much better results than him. So now he is finally listening to me because I, I demonstrated the results, you know? So that's what I'm saying. We have a paradigm shift and I invite uh, ladies to see what they can do for, their, for themselves and their family. That's one. Another reason is I think many women don't, uh, I, I, I say women because that's primarily uh, who I work with, they um, 
don't have a role model. Like I didn't have a role model. My right. mom was horrible at managing money. Like everyone around, my sister, uh, really, really bad in terms of managing money. She had high positions at the banks. He was, she was uh, really getting good money, but she had problem keeping money and growing money. Okay, so it's not enough to make more. And a lot of people focus only on making more, making more, making more. But they don't like pause and say, okay, I'm making a lot of money, but how much I keep? And do I invest this money? So does my does my money work for me? Very few people ask this question. So that's another reason. Like having this model, and that's why in a way I want to inspire other people, other women by my example, because I'm in a way modeling them that common woman can become financially independent, can create remarkable life that anything is possible. So that's the second reason. And the third reason, again, this is my opinion, my perception that many people get stopped by not having the know-how. It's like, yeah, but you know, my parents never knew how to be wealthy. Um, I don't know how to invest. I don't, I'm not good with numbers. Like all these um, reasons, aka excuses, people use for not learning and not stepping up in their life and not creating financial well-being for themselves and their family. So, and I'm saying that all of this can be changed, and you can grow from your challenges instead of just complaining and finding excuses. I deeply believe that everyone has capacity to be financially independent. Everyone. It doesn't mean that everyone will or everyone has to, but everyone has this capacity. Just like we all have capacity to be parents, doesn't mean that everyone has to be a parent or will be. But we all have this capacity. It's not just reserved for uh, athletes or actors, famous people, etc. you can really create this financial independence. And I emphasize financial independence for, versus wealth. Because for me, it's not the same thing. Because wealth, okay, so how many yachts, so how many planes I want to have, I don't care about this, you know? That was not what was driving me. What was driving me to have freedom of choice. That's right. To know that yeah. I can take time off and the go and travel around Europe or go visit my mom in Boston or whatever. That that's what was, uh, that was the driven uh, uh, force for me. That was what's driving me. Um, if I have a yacht, I'm okay. If I don't, I'm okay. Right. It's not yeah. important to me. Yeah, it's the measurement. I think, I think the important thing here is the measurement for you is that freedom of choice. I want to do what I, what I want to do when I want to do it. And I don't want to be tied down because I don't have the money or somebody tells me I can't, I can. Right. And Oh, by the way, I have the money to be able to do it. That's freedom for you. That's the wealth uh, mindset, right. That I want that freedom to do, to, to have choice. I think that's the biggest thing. And it's funny because that word choice, I love that word choice because I think, you know, I talk to people and they say, well, I can't leave my job. I have a mortgage. I have this, I have that. Um, I don't have a choice. And I, my response is, well, you do, you're choosing your choices to stay where you are. 
but that's a choice. To say that you don't have a choice, no, you have free will, right? Humans have free will. So your choice to not do something, own it though. Own that you've chosen to do nothing and that's okay. No one should be judging you, but that's a choice. So I love that word choice because I think we think we don't have a choice when we, we absolutely do. So um, I'm so glad you said that. We're almost out of time, but I do want you to briefly tell everyone. Um, I just love the name of this, so I have to share it. Milan is the creator of the Millionaire, M-I-L-L-E-N, her name, Millionaire Method. Just love that name, so darn creative. Um, and it's a holistic system for creating financial freedom. Just briefly, can you tell everybody what that is? Because I think people might be interested to reach out to you and, and maybe ask some questions. So what is the Millionaire Method? I love it. <laughs> You know, um, I created the millionaire method because I, uh, how I created, I basically reverse engineered how I went from broken, broken and uh, depressed to uh, happy and uh, financially independent and living a remarkable life. So that's how it was born. And um, I differentiate myself from many other money uh, coaches because I refer to myself as a holistic financial independence matter because I believe we are multidimensional being we're not one dimensional so it's not enough just to work on your mindset or just learn how to invest or just learn how to budget or just learn how to pay off your debt uh, quickly or, or just learn how to uh, invest in crypto so whatever we have to really look at our life at ourselves as a whole we are wholesome, and we need to restore this wholeness if we feel that something is missing. So this method has four pillars for a reason. The first pillar is you've got to develop wealth mindset because we are programmed to be consumers. Most people have consumer mindset. So we work on developing wealth mindset and upgrading your relationship with money. The second uh, pillar is you've got to really know how to manage your money. You've got to be good money manager, and I call it become financially savvy. So uh, for many women, it's a very, very important basic skill that they need to develop. The third pillar is that helps you to uh, make more money and keep more money. The third pillar is you've got to grow your wealth. Because savings are just seeds for your wealth. But you need to have a fertilizer. And basically, the investing is like a fertilizer. So I call it, you've got to be a strategic investor. And uh, I teach investing in stock market, investing in real estate, investing in cryptos, and growing your business, building your business. Because all of these are sources, uh, uh, resources for you to grow your wealth. And then the fourth pillar is... I call it practical spirituality. We all have this power within that sometimes we forget that we have this. So I deeply believe that we co-create our vision with uh, higher self, God, the universe, uh, love, um, yeah. high intelligence. So really knowing how to tap into this is super important. That's why I decided to become a certified uh, coach in instant miracle and energy healing, because I think it's very important to approach 
uh, your wealth creation uh, from the holistic standpoint, right? So that's kind of, uh, in brief, is my the millionaire method yeah. that I use. And, and everyone, you see why I love Milan. We met and I we talked and, you know, I, everybody knows I love money, right? My finance backgrounds and all of those things. But your approach with those four pillars and that spirituality and wealth, wealth mindset, right, mindset is almost half the battle. The other stuff is the strategic application of the money, right? That's the easy part. It's the internal crap that we have to get through to be able to think strategically to make our money work for us versus just putting it in a savings account or something. So yeah, you, you, you're, you're speaking my language and I love holistic approach. And, you know, me as, as a business coach, yes, sales and, and business coach. It's funny because all of my clients, it's like, let's create multiple revenue streams. So if one of your revenue streams just isn't doing well because of the economy, marketplace, demographics, whatever, you have three others that are creating that income. So we could continue behind the scenes to create wealth. So it, there's so many ways to make money. You just have to be open to learning how to do that. And the other thing I think too, Milan, which you're, you're so good at is helping people find that purpose so that they can find their, I, I like to call it a magic wand, right? Like what's their magic wands that they could go poof and create that life that they desire. And everybody's different. And the last thing I want to comment on everyone and, and why I love Milan so, so much, Milan so much is everybody's not cookie cutter. So I love your approach that you take people where they are, right? The topic is the topic, but the application of that is very personalized because no two people are alike. No two people have the same background. No two people have the same belief system. So you really have the structure, but you go in and you, you really customize it to the individual. And everybody that knows me, that's who I am too. I have my structure, but everybody in my program, you're, you're coming from a different perspective, different place, different level of experience. You can, oh no, you have to do it this way. That's craziness because people are, are human and are human our uniqueness is what makes us so freaking amazing. So we want to make sure that we holistically approach people where they are. So everyone, I know you're in love with her like me. She's my new friend. And not just because I want to go to the South of France either. <laughs> she, I really want you to check out and I'm going to put this in the show notes, um, folks. So it's speakwithmilen.com and it's M-I-L-L-E-N.com, speakwithmilen.com. Uh, it, she's giving a beautiful free gift to all my listeners and it's never worry about money again. And it's a complimentary consultation and it's with you, right? I mean, Lynn? Yes. 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 Um, so that's her gift. And I think everybody should have that conversation. If you're interested, please go to her website and just check out the cool things that she's doing and really her cool philosophical approach to really, really it's freedom and wealth, right? The, the combination of the two go to her website, which is dare to change life.com. So it's dare to change life.com, which is exactly what uh, Milen did with her life. My friend, thank you for being on, taking the time, sharing your brilliance and just, um, you, you your love, uh, your mission, I think is propelled by love because you want everyone to 
have choice and have freedom and have abundance and know that they deserve it. So you really do come from that very high vibration of love. And I, I so appreciate that. And thank you for being on and sharing your genius with my, my uh, tribe. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, I truly, truly my honor. Um, and you guys, I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build and discover together that being a heart centered for me, it's sales, but leader Milan is a leader in, in helping people move the needle in life. And that's what we're all here to do to help each other rise. Right. And if we do that together, man, we could create magic in the world. So, um, keep joining us every week as my guests and I share, I hope valuable strategies and tips for you to apply. Remember, apply something that Milan said, or I said today, take that idea, apply it application execution. That's where the results come from. Thank you again, uh, Milen. And thank you all. You've been listening to the Heart Center Sales Leader with me, your Heart Center Sales Leader and host Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. I really am um, just honored to have everyone on this journey with me as we explore different ways to approach life, business, careers, money, sales, leadership, everything. And I'm honored that you, uh, Spend that time with me and give me your time to explore these options. I wish you all an amazing week. Um, try something new. You'll never know what magic happens when you do. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Milan. Thank you.